Boya. Boyawa. Did I say that right? Hey everyone, welcome to the Room 5E3 Cuento with Anno. And this is your host, Anno, speaking. <laughs> anyway, for the second episode, we will cuento about driving in Manila. I've been driving for like six years in Manila right now. Wait, why the fuck am I saying like in Manila? Where the fuck else would I drive? Okay, anyway, I, yeah, I started, you know, when I was 15. But the first car I've ever driven, my first car was, well, I don't want to say it was my first car because I didn't pay for it. I didn't buy it. But, you know, because like the fuck, I was 15, 16. Where the fuck would I have the money to buy a fucking car? You know, and that's all like, you know, a pop star. But anyway, yeah, so the first car that, you know, was ever given to me. Is that the right term? Is that a better term? But the first car that I had, okay, was a Suzuki Swift. And boy, do I have a lot of memories with this car. It was only for me for like a year, but I've learned to not like Suzuki Swift. Because it came from the most unforgettable and most traumatizing incident, at least to me, was when I was coming home from a night out with friends at town, as in Alabang Town Center, and, you know, there was a rule. I mean, it is still a rule where you're not supposed to drive alone if you only have a student's permit. And then, you know, I was driving alone. And here's the part where, like, I just... My ego, man. My ego was so crushed because everyone told you, everyone knows that you're not supposed to text and drive. And I cannot emphasize this enough. You're not supposed to do that, you know, because I did that. And yes, please don't judge me. Or you can judge me because I'm judging myself, okay? And in my defense, I was 15, and 15 16, and I was young, dumb, and mayabang. Because I thought that I could handle doing both. But I didn't. But what, okay. What really happened was, and it wasn't during the texting part per se that got me into an accident. It was more of like because of me texting. Was the reason why I was holding my phone and me holding my phone was the reason it dropped. And the reason for it being on the floor is the reason why I hit that black Innova in front of me. And to get a little more into details, I was texting, right? And my phone fell because, well, I have slippery hands. And, you know, while I was searching for my phone on the floor, my foot was on the brake, okay? But I wasn't aware that I was stepping foot on the brakes real hard. Like, you know how your car just goes, even if you don't step on the gas pedal? So it goes at, like, 5 kilometers per hour, right? But, like, that was me, but, like, lesser. Like I said, it was going for like, like, it was like three kilometers per hour, if that makes sense. Like, it was moving at a slow pace, but the impact was big because it caused a huge dent on the black Innova. But the hood of my Swift was really damaged, as in, like, even the fuck, what was it? What do you call the thing? It's at the tip of my tongue. I forgot what it's called, but like, a part of the hood fell off. You know the thing at the front, like the, uh, it's bugging me what, what term that is, but a part of the front part of the car fell off. It really caused that much damage. And, and, and you know, the reason why I don't like the Swift is because that small amount of impact 
had caused such a huge damage. Imagine if it was like a Montero or an Everest or a Ranger. It, the the damage was probably gonna be it's probably gonna be small. At least to the Ranger. And it's maybe also a minor dent on like the Innova, if ever. So because like the Swift was like, you know, this like twink. Like, you know, a Swift to me is like if it was a person, it was a twink. And you know how cars, like, if you just, like, see a car, you can just, like, tell what kind of personality it is. You know, it's like having a pickup ranger, you know, it's like a freaking jock or a Montero being a jock. You know, like, for to me, the Swift is like a twink. I have nothing against twink, but, like, it was just the material. Wow, I, I'm talking about the car material as if I'm a car person, as if I know what material I'm talking about, but I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, it was that sensitive. Let's say, let's just say the Swift it was, a, it was a very sensitive car. But that's not even the funny part, okay? The funny part was my phone was so shitty back then, okay? Like, it, okay, this is also prove why I have such slippery hands because I have dropped my phone so many times causing me to, like, like not be able to call people. And the moment when I needed to call my mom because of that accident, I couldn't. So what happened was I had to ask the lady... If I could call my mom through her phone. Like, you know, ako nanginginag... Like, it was my fault na nga. Ako pa, pa nagihingi ng favor. Like, the good thing the lady was nice. But I feel like inside, she was like, Alright, I'm gonna just, like, be more patient with this young girl. Because she's young. But damn, she's stupid. Like, I feel like that's what was going on in the lady's head. Okay? So, it was... <laughs> It was a very learning experience because I didn't drive for like a couple months. Like they really, my parents really grounded me from driving. That was fine because I, I really didn't want to drive anyway at that time because it was traumatizing. It wasn't as bad as what others be, what others experienced, but to me it was just like it was a huge learning experience. But anyways, now you know I don't want Suzuki Swift, and and I'm gonna move on from that topic because that's not really what I want to about. Because I want to quit about driving in Manila. So. Moving on from the whole Suzuki Swift. I've been driving for like six years now, as I've said. But the only time that, you know, I felt like an actual local driver was when I started driving around Metro Manila for like deliveries. And honestly, I used to not care about this. But you... (laughs) Because when you start driving around like the whole metro like like a lot of places you start noticing you start realizing and comparing things that you never really thought about before like that is to say like you start noticing the cliches and the stereotypes that people say about people who are from the north like they're really aggressive drivers you know you know they're from the north if they're aggressive and if you're from the south you're kind of chill but anyways that's when i started noticing like the whole stereotypes you know like because before i only like drive around like alabang makati bgc area like that was the you know that was like the radius of me driving the farthest i've probably driven was like going to like because like i had to drive my mom anyway so you really start noticing that North people are like really different drivers. They're more selfish on the road. They're they're more reckless, you know. But one thing in common 
between the North and the South people is that there still lies stupid people who force their ways, who force their way into the intersection where it's already filled with cars that are blocking the intersection. Like, that is to say, like, there are people, really, there are drivers, really, that, like, they know, they can see, they everyone can see that the whole area is clogged with cars. You know, that, let's say, if, if you're coming from this side and you have to turn left and you see that the people, and, and you see that the area that leads towards the left area that where you're going is clogged with cars, you're supposed, a smart person would stop and wait till the cars are like unclogged. But an idiot would force them se- force themselves into the fucking traffic, causing more traffic, you know? Like they I mean like they force themselves into the intersection. And everyone knows. Like at least smart people knows. Smart people knows. Smart people know or logical people know that you do not block the intersection because if you do, you're going to cause traffic. If anything, it will be more helpful if you just stay put at where you at, and at where you're at, and just wait for the cars to unclogged, giving you more space and more, you know, area to like drive, you know, and and cost less traffic. But there are people that I get, and no matter what city you're at, it's not you driving Metro Manila if you don't at least see one idiot or idiots causing traffic because they're blocking the intersection, you know. That's just, at least to me, like, you really couldn't be in an area. You can't say, like, one standard of being a driver in Manila or one standard of, like, living in Manila is seeing how they're idiot people who really block the intersection causing more traffic, you know? To some extent, I'd understand if, like, when the light turns green, but then because of the heavy traffic, you ended up at the intersection thinking that the cars will move, but then you get caught by the red light. At the intersection, you know, but see, I don't understand that, but because like it happened to me, like I, I didn't mean to like block the intersection. It's just out of nowhere. All the, like, let's say there's batch A, batch B and batch C of cars, batch A and batch B, when the light goes green, smooth driving, they were able to cross the other street smoothly as in the right direction. But then batch C, for some reason, thinking that you know smoother in like a and b batch a and b but then like at like 10 seconds left the car started clogging up like you wouldn't expect that from where you were at so you see that the cars are clogging up and you're panicking because you're like still at the intersection you know because out of nowhere the cars you know belongs like the hadna cars next stop so you're there at the intersection you're stuck at the intersection but what happened was you know, based on my experience, and because this was fucking Makati, I got pulled aside by the traffic enforcer, and he was like, Madam, do you know that there's an intersection here? He was like, he was like, he's like, do you know that there's an intersection? Like, oh yeah, of course I knew you were not supposed to block the intersection, but it wasn't my fault. Like, the cars were clogging up in the middle of me trying to get in the way. Of course I didn't say that, but that's what I wanted to say. But I was just frozen. And needless to say, he got my license, you know. And, like, I, you know, I wasn't mad because, like, I got pulled aside. I was more mad at the fact that I couldn't even fucking get my way out of ticket. Like, he fucking confiscated my license and it was fucking hassle. But, like, 
you know, at the back of my head, I was like, I could have flirted my way out of this. Or like, I could have charmed my way out of this. I could have paid my way out of this. You know, honestly, I could have, I'd rather choose to charm my way out of it than pay my way out of it. Because when I pay out of it, at the back of my head, to me, at least to me, my conscience is like, you're being a hypocrite, Anno. Why are you doing that, Anno? Like, I don't know why I did that voice, but like, my conscience is like, if you pay this guy, you're no better than the people you complain about. That is to say, if I pay this guy to get myself out of the sticky situation that I was at, I am no different from the people that I fucking hate, like the politicians who make use money to get out of a sticky situation, you know? So there, to me, there is a fucking moral dilemma when you get caught by the traffic enforcer. Because you're no fucking better than the people we hate, you know? I, I'm going, like, political right now, in a sense. But, you know, we complain a lot about how these politicians pay, use money to get out of a sticky situation. But we do the same in our own simple way. And it starts with shit like that, you know? Like, we, we pay someone to, like, get our fucking license so we can quit, like, saying we, we don't have to, like, wait in line to get a license and do the test. Or, you know, like that, yeah. Like, you pay the enforcer just so that you won't go through the hassle of going to the city hall. So, you know, where the fuck is the fine line with that? And honestly, now that I think about it, there is no fine line. There's supposed to be one answer, and that is just, like, pay your dues. Or at least let the officers be fucking fair and reasonable, you know? Not like those fucking officers in Manila who, like, really minor, you know, those boyawa? Boya. Boyawa. Did I say that right? You know? Anyway, you know those officers that are just really, like, like, so much and like, one minor thing. They pull you aside. Either you they confiscate your license or you pay them. Either way, it's a lose-lose situation for you and a win-win for them because they probably have a commission. Every time they ticket someone, they get 5% of the fine fee. And then, or they you could get more if they, you know, catch someone and that someone just pays them off, you know? So, yeah. to me, that has always been a dilemma. And, I, 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 and this is why I feel like sometimes it is better... You know, to have that traffic light where there's a camera and you just get a fucking fine for like 3000 Because to me, I feel like I'd rather do that. I could still like, like, you know, attest, like, can I see what happened? Could I see the surveillance camera? You know, it's, I feel like it's a lot easier. Well, not easier, but I feel like it's more fair. But it's just me because like, I just, I, I, I can't. I get, like, really conflicted when I get caught by the officer. Which I have, like, a couple of times. And I'm not proud of it. But the most recent one, I I, I, I had my partner pay. Because I, I had no cash. I had no money. But we were doing deliveries. And so we were in Manila. So, you know, like I said, a lot of boyawa there. Boya. <sighs> know what I mean. And... We had no choice but to pay because we were rushing. We 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 had to do deliveries. We're running out of time, and we don't fucking want to go to Manila City Hall and just, you know. So yeah, what? No, like, 
you know if Isko Moreno was reading this, was listening to this, sana naman man, because it just fucking sucks. Oh, speaking of the traffic light, you guys could like, I think I don't know if it's only for Paranaque, but um, there's like a website where you could check and see if you did like a violation. Like I know in Paranaque, just like there's a website and you type in your plate number. And then they'll let you know if you made a violation. So yeah, I think you guys should check that out. If in case you don't remember if you did some violation, you guys could check that out just so that you could prepare yourself when you receive a mail from the city hall saying that you owe them like three thousand pesos for like a violation that you did. But well, I said violation a lot of times. But anyway, yeah, you guys should go check that out. Anyway, okay. So another thing that came up to mind right now is that when you're driving. Oh my god. Okay, especially in Essex. Okay, people, there are three lanes, right? There's the outer lane, middle lane, and the outer left lane. And not a lot of people know this, but guys, when you're at the left lane, when you're at the left lane, that's the fast lane. When you're at the middle lane, that's the overtaking lane. And when you're at the outer right lane, that's a slow lane. So basically, if you're not going 100 kilometers per hour, don't stay at the left lane. Either stay at the middle lane, or if you're really going slow, stay at the right lane, outer right lane, okay? Because it's really frustrating, you know, that you're like at a pace and then there's just, you're just, and then there's this car that's like so slow. Like it's annoying, right? I'm pretty sure people are annoyed when, you know, like there's like a momentum and then there's just one car that's just like fucking slow. Like, man. Okay, people, please know that the middle lane is for the overtaking lane or the lane where you're not going 100 kilometers per hour, okay? And, you know, moving forward from that idea, I also just want to talk about how in Manila, I just don't understand how other villages or cities or areas, I don't understand how houses do not have house numbers or like the house numbers are so confusing, okay? Okay, okay, I feel so bad for like grab drivers or lala move drivers or drivers in general who have to deliver things and your place does not have a house number. You could at least give instructions on how to find your house, like give a landmark or show what color your house is, tell what color your gate is because it's so frustrating. It's such a waste of time when, you know, you give us your house number, you have, you're, you're expecting something from us, we deliver it and you don't give your house number or you you say a house number but your house does not have a number you know what i mean like the least you can do is give us instructions how to get there guys please like or if you don't want to do that at least somebody petition to the you know government or you mean barangay hall or something to like make house numbers a requirement i don't understand how house numbers are just like not there in some houses it is frustrating and I feel so bad for Grab drivers. Honestly, ever since I did deliveries, I have gained a lot more respect. I mean, I've had respect for them, but I now it's more respect that I have for like Grab drivers and Lalamu drivers or drivers in general. Because it is quite frustrating to find a house with no number. Oh, and speaking about like Grab drivers and Lalamu drivers, you know, they're, with motorcyclists, with motorcycle drivers, they have this, like, sense of community. Especially when there's an accident, 
and you know you said it when you're driving and you see that they're just like a swarm of people and they're most of them are like motorcyclists they come together to help the injured person that got into an accident and most likely the person that got into an accident would probably be a motorcyclist you know or a motorcycle driver and it's just so nice to see how there's this like sense of you know community the sense of kababayan that comes to light when there's an accident and they all come together to help the injured person i don't know but i don't know if you guys notice it but i didn't start noticing it until my partner told me like when that motorcyclist or motorcycle drivers just come together in times of unity like they unite in times of need like it's nice it was actually very nice seeing that like i didn't notice that until i started but until i was told about it so if you guys like see this happens a lot in Sukut Road. I probably bet you that if you're in Paranaque or like, you know, in, well, in general, if you see like an accident that happens along the road and you see these people in helmets like swarming around or like all together in one area, that's because they're all together helping this injured person. And it's very nice to see. That's actually one positive thing that's really nice to see when you're driving. Well, at least to me, I don't know about you guys, but the other idea that I want you guys to... Wow, I want you guys to let you know. The other idea, the other idea that I also kind of want to shed light into is how if you guys noticed when you're gassing up, price for gas is so different from other cities. Like let's say in Makati, like the diesel is like 40 pesos. In Alabang, it's probably like 46. Shell, Petron... Caltex, they all have different price ranges depending on the city and we looked into that and apparently it was because like the supply and demand so it really depends on the person you supply but to me that stuff didn't make sense because like aren't oil isn't oil supposed to be like from one source like you know what i like i don't know if my question makes sense but to me it was just kind of weird so we're like yeah whenever we're driving and we're running out of gas we usually go for clean oil. Well, at least when I do deliveries with my partner, we usually go for clean oil or Petron because they're like kind of cheaper compared to Shell. I Okay, with Shell, I don't really like Shell for some reason. It is clean. They really have clean oil, but they just, they don't satisfy my tank. Okay, that's not a green, but like they don't give much. Like it's clean, it's nice, but it doesn't really bring up the the arrow to like you know at least half it doesn't make a whole lot of difference compared to like petron at least to me i don't know about you guys but that's what i noticed so that's all what we have for today and i'm really glad you guys are tuning in i'll catch you guys next week for the third episode and for the meantime bye <laughs>